If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Well done to Leeds United. They were a little bit unfortunate, but they were the better side. And it's always going to be tough when they play such great attacking football. Uh, The Leeds weren't even good in this. No, they were dreadful. Hello and welcome back to the Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh, and my co-presenter, Bradley Morris. How are you today, Brad? Yeah, I'm doing fine. It's too early for this shit. Mm-hmm. Even after the greatest weekend in English football calendar. For you, that is. But obviously there's not a lot we can enjoy. As Acon would say, we're locked up and Boris won't let us go. We're locked up. we got nowhere to go. We're locked up. I think we hear right, that so once in an NFL. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> stuck in our head. Yep. As you said, it was the FA Cup this week, this past weekend, and there was the third round as the Premier League teams entered the competition. Um, Not a lot of surprises were thrown up, but there's uh, five games that we're going to talk about in depth. And obviously the big one uh, upset was Crawley Town beating Leeds United 3-0 yesterday. Good win for non-league, not non-league, lower league side uh, Crawley. You've done it wrong. I've done what? You're supposed to credit Leeds first, remember? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Well done to Leeds United. They were a little bit unfortunate, but they were the better side. And it's always going to be tough when they play such great attacking football. Uh, I'm sorry, Leeds weren't even good in this. No, they were dreadful. Absolutely dreadful from uh, Marcelo Bielsa's side. I mean, it's not really like he played that bad of a team. No, they I think it was three of the usual names that weren't in it, as far as I'm aware, but well, Crawley yeah. just had them on the attack every time. Yeah, it was just, it shows that they can be done by the counter-attack, and it shows that they aren't as good as everyone thinks. So the goal scorers for Crawley Town were Nicholas Tsarula, Ashley Nadeson and Jordan Tunnicliffe for uh, Crawley Town. Um, I think I should say the, the good story with that first bloke. It says, what is his name? Tassarola. Yes. Tassarola. He, he was released by Tottenham in 2018 and then went to Brentford where I think he was either recently this season or the season before that he then got released. Hmm. And then he played today. It was his first senior goal. Yesterday. Or Sunday, yesterday, not today. I don't know what I said today. Oh, I don't know what he said today. Too early. <laughs> <laughs> that is an incredible story for uh, Tessarula. And um, another bit of news uh, towards the end of the game was um, TV personality star 
Mark Wright came on in Stuffage Time. Okay, the luckiest bloke in the world. Yes. Uh, gets to play against Leeds United and knock him out. And um, in the daytime and goes home to Michelle Keegan in the evening. What a guy. Wouldn't we all love to be in his boots? Um, good result for the Red Devils, which sees them uh, go through to the fifth, uh, fourth round draw, which for us is taking place later on tonight. But for you, it would have already happened. So we can't give any live reaction to it. Um, elsewhere in the FA Cup, Blackpool played West Bromwich Albion um, on Saturday. If I remember. Yeah. Yes. Because there were so many games I'm getting uh, mixed up. Uh, it finished 2-2 in the game and went to penalty shootouts, which Blackburn, Blackpool sorry, won uh, 3-2. So the goals in regulation time for Blackpool were Jerry Yates and Gary Medine, while Shimi Ajayi and Mateus Pereira goal for West Brom got them level. And then the missed penalty by Mateus Pereira in stoppage time after it was saved by Chris Maxwell saw the tangerines through to the fourth round. Sam Aldous isn't going to do it with him, is he? No. <laughs> he's not going to be the did, first club he's got relegated. Did they fully rest players in this? Um, yeah, they did and didn't at the same time. Oh, it was very mixed, you would say. Yeah. But there was a lot of team players that, like you would expect, uh, Premier League players. So it's, it's the, the, the chance argument, to keep her. The argument when you don't win these games is the hunger. Yeah, and the desire which you'd think Sam Allardyce would be good at putting into it, mm, but it just doesn't seem to be working. No, I mean the formation was strange. He played a four-one-four-one, but the striker isn't really known as an out-and-out striker. Is that Mateus Pereira? And he's like not. He's looking more of a he's number ten. Field, yeah, he's a number ten or wide player rather than out-and-out forward. I mean, it didn't help that they let uh, Charlie Austin return to QPR earlier on in the day. So he didn't have any options to uh, replace Pereira with. Good result for the Tangerines, uh, who are in League One, down in 13th place, where West Brom are obviously a Premier League team, but struggling for form this season. Um, Like you said, though, I don't know whether Big Sam can actually help them out of this rot at the minute. Hmm. It's hard to judge them with the FA Cup game and then their changes, but it says a lot of that dressing room right now. Yeah, there's no desire or hunger to win. Maybe, like you said, uh, with our transfer uh, episode on Friday with the signing of Robert Snodgrass, maybe he can help change that a little bit. But to rely that much on one man is too much to ask for. It's like a hell of a lot more than Scott's when called Snoddy. <laughs> well... They can hopefully make way for Snoddy. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that one in. Um, the biggest upset of the weekend saw Chorley knock out... Well, I think I have thoughts on this. Can't the really biggest say. upset? In terms of, like, league difference, yes. In terms of the outcome, no. And then you look on paper, no, it isn't. Yeah. So Chorley beat Derby County 2-0. The hosts had goals scored by Mike... Calverley and Connor Hall. However, I don't know whether we had mentioned it, but um, Derby County were without the entire first team and a lot of the under-23s as well uh, due to testing uh, positive for COVID-19. 
Um, so they played a lot of youngsters. Well, their whole team was made up of youngsters and they obviously didn't have any of their coaching staff on their bench either. So got to say credit to Chorley for being able to beat what was given to them on paper. You can't really say, oh, I mean, it is a bit of luck, but you got to take what you're given in front of you, don't mm. you? And they took their chances and got the result. Mm. Like that's the movie's moment in the history of Chorley Football Club almost. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, I think this might be the furthest they've advanced into the FA Cup. Yeah, and how much this is worth them as well. Yeah, I mean, not just financially, but um, just on a whole, as a club, it just does a lot and it lifts them up a bit. Like, it is an amazing feat for uh, Chorley. Can we mention the end scenes? We need to mention the end scenes. It's kind of leave that out. Yes. Having a, a beautiful rendition of at Someone Like You by Adele. Yes. It wasn't bad, but as Roy Keane would say, they've won nothing yet. They beat a bunch of under nines, so it means nothing. Absolutely disgusted. <laughs> you would think they've just won the whole trophy, not just beating a bunch of under 23s. Mm. So if they go further in the tournament, they'll be able to buy the trophy back off of Shag Mansell. <laughs> he bought it for like 500, 600 grand I think, I think it was a bit more Was it? Might be wrong but it was like 800 and something Okay, either way it's a ridiculous thing So, yeah um, Obviously the big game as we looked into it on our preview uh, last week was Marine taken on Premier League side Tottenham Hotspur um, I told you Harry Kane and Hyung Minson wouldn't play However, Jose Mourinho did go with a strong uh, 11. So we had Joe Hart, Toby Alderweireld, Matt Doherty, Joe Rodon, Ben Davis, uh, Musa Sissoko, Harvey White, uh, Jedson Fernandes, Deli Ali, Lucas Moura and Carlos Vinicius in the line. Oh, um, I mean, you said Carlos Vinicius, or I don't think he turned into Carlos Mbappe in this one. <laughs> the first half. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it finished 5-0 to Jose Mourinho sides. Uh, Vinicius got a hat-trick, Lucas Moura scored, and uh, 16-year-old Alfie Devine, or Devine uh, came off the bench in the second half and uh, scored his first goal for the club professionally. Um, good result for Spurs. Straightforward. I mean, straightforward. Um, the best stuff was happening off the pitch. Fans mm. drinking in their houses, Prosecco. <laughs> the best thing definitely happened on the pitch when Delhi Ali fell over his own feet. See, I missed that bit because I may have gone off at that one point. But I still think if we're going on the pitch, the best moment is Joe Hart and Eddie Bunny are clanging on himself. Yeah, I mean, that just sums up Joe Hart in a nutshell. I got collectively gasped when that thing hit the bar. I was like, oh my god, mm. I have a chance. <laughs> But it didn't last much long. Um, but yeah, all the off-the-field stuff and other antics uh, regarding the whole game itself was very nice uh, scenes. Um, right. And the final game we'll talk about in depth was happened, was happened, did happen on uh, Friday night as Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool travelled down to the West Midlands to face the greatest... They, they went down and faced the Villa Park Nursery. I think it's a bit harsh calling them a nursery. I didn't even think, I didn't even think they were that old. 
Mate, you didn't see the game, got moved to see Beavis. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I mean, that was Jesus. I think God. Oh, no, I'm older than the majority of them. So, strange that Klopp went with such a strong forward line of Mosella, Satya Mahan, and Takumi Minamino, considering. Oh, man, he's so bitter about being battered 5 0 and 7 2. It's not unreal. I think he's, though, I think I saw, I saw a 41 in the season where. Um, not the season, I suppose that uh, over the two games that you've played Liverpool, you still uh, lead them on aggregate score. I think you took my joke from me. Well, that was going to be my end line and you've stolen it from me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, with that starting lineup, Jurgen Klopp is not getting sympathy from anyone now about wanting five oh, no. subs, is he? No, the yeah. argument's gone now. Yeah, you can't, like, against that young Aston Villa team, obviously nothing Villa could do about it but he's not gonna have it yeah i mean just there was no need for that strong lineup at all why yeah james milney like his usual turbo mode mode but times 10. Mm. (laughs) it was uh very strange but um credit to the uh villa youngsters they gave it their all uh youngster louis well i can't say youngster because they're all young uh louis barry uh, formerly of Barcelona, um, scored a very good goal. Got to say. One of our own. He's one of our own, I remember the name. <laughs> um, good goal for the lad. Um, finished 4-1 on the evening to Liverpool. Uh, Sadio Mane got a brace, Mohamed Salah and Jorginho Wijnaldum with the goals for Klopp's side, which is crazy to say considering the Aston Villa starting line-up. Um, I need to say as well, because... It's so weird that after that game, I don't think our whole fan base couldn't have been more prouder. Mm. Like all the games that happened over the years, I think like, this one's going to go up there in terms of like most proud they've been over a team. Yeah, I mean, credit to what those. I saw a photo after the game where some of them were heading back to uh, digs together. So when they're in the academies, <laughs> yes, when the teams are in academies, they that's usually those who weren't driven in by their their dads. <laughs> yes. Though so, uh, Jack Grealish is probably having the same issues with the first team when he's playing. But credit to Aston Villa side there. Um, I feel like I need to shout out certain ones. Mungo Bridge, Kane Kessler, Kane Hayden. Who was the other one? There was another one in there. Calumbra, that pass to Barry was top level. Yeah, and and, is it, and the audacity of Brad Young to come off the bench and do a pirouette in his own penalty area. Incredible. Jordan Shakiri was finished in that film. <laughs> <laughs> yep, like we said, credit to him. Uh, I think I don't know whether you saw the little thing with Louis Barry afterwards. Where yeah. He made his debut <laughs> score the goal. Swap shirts with Fabinho. Then Fabinho knew the that coach... that shirt was going to be worth something in 10 years. Yeah. And then uh, one of the coaches told him, lad, go get your effing shirt back. Because it was your debut in school. Of course. The second game or your third game, yeah, give it away for free. But once it's your debut and you score for your club, mm. what, what do you do that? It, it is almost courteous to swap both shirts, but in this situation, yeah. you don't want to. No. Elsewhere in the FA Cup, uh, Premier League side walls beat fellow... Uh, Premier League team Crystal Palace 1 0. Everton beat Rotherham 2 1. Uh, yes, yeah, just about 
Burnley scraped past Milton Keynes 4-3 on penalties. Yeah, for Chelsea. Frank Lampard saved his job for another week. For now. Uh, Leicester put four past... There's other breaking news. Team of Werner scored a goal. Yes. Well done. Uh, You did it against uh, the league too, sorry. And Kai Havertz scored as well. Fuck you now. See, worth the money. Yes. Arsenal, again, just about scraped past Newcastle. We took them to extra time. I literally fell asleep. Crazy. But uh, Emil Smith-Rowe and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang scored. Man United beat Watford 1-0. Scott McTominay scored very early on in the game. Uh, Watford did go back in, grow back into the game and were unlucky not to get something out of that. Um, Man City put three past Birmingham City and Brighton and Hove Albion scraped past Newport County on penalties. It, it looked scary for a second with Birmingham. Yes, considering they conceded all three goals within the opening half an hour of the game. Yeah, but they didn't get battered. Mm. Obviously, actually, like when Man City played Chelsea the other week, they scored the goals early on and then nothing else happens. No more goals, apart from Chelsea did score extremely late on with Callum hudson Adoy. And obviously, uh, Stockport-West Ham has happened for you lot, but for us hasn't happened yet. And Shrewsbury versus... I think it's hard to say if Stockport win now, and then that's the biggest shock of the round. Mm. And it would be very typical of us to miss it. Yes. Did it live up to your expectation then of being a classic FA Cup weekend or? I guess it won't go down to a classic as one, but always, there's always one. Like, even if it's sort of not as much of a shock, but there is always one that grabs the headlines. Yeah. Right. Um, on to our next segment. Uh, it's Did You See That? Something weird is going on. Shit! Did you see that? And for this one, I have got one myself. So over the weekend in Germany, Nuremberg played Hamburg uh, in the second Bundesliga, so the Bundesliga second, and the goal scorer for Nuremberg was Fabian Nuremberger. <laughs> now, mm. where in Germany do you think he was born? If he's not born in Nuremberg or somewhere like that, then... He was born in Hamburg. Born in Hamburg. <laughs> yeah. Nuremberger from Hamburg. Yeah, Nuremberger. Scores for Nuremberg against Hamburg, and he was born in Hamburg. If that's not one of the greatest stories ever, then I don't know what is. Absolutely unreal. Uh, did you have one yourself this week? I have two of them. Okay. The curious thing. We all know who Gaddafi is, don't we? I would hope so. One of the greatest midfielders to play the game. Okay. So recently he just made his debut as coach of Portuguese side Sporting Club Alhanense. I heard that right. Sporting Club Alhanense. I mean, I'll give you that pronunciation. I don't know. So, do you want to guess what happened in his debut match? Um, was the player manager like he no, did at Barney? So he's not player manager anymore. He's just doing the head coach. Um, 
No idea. But the game ended in a nil-nil draw. Mm-hmm. But what resulted in that afterwards was a huge riot. A riot? A massive brawl riot. I haven't found new videos online of it. Yeah. I'll be on that. And yeah, Edgar Davids was sent off. After the game was finished. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is a crazy story right there. Indeed, Edgar. Yes. Great, Edgar. Second. And the second one, nice little story that I've just seen in the last hour. Do you know the name Katsuyoshi Miura? The old Japanese fella. Yeah. Right. Well, basically, for his, fifth, his 54th birthday on the 26th of February. And it's believed that for his birthday, he's been given a contract extension. Oh, what a nice thing. So he will still be playing. Jesus wept over in the uh, Japanese leagues. Um, before we move on elsewhere, I want to give a uh, shout out to young crew Alexander goalkeeper Ashton Hume, or Hume of the under-12 teams who has been uh, diagnosed with a rare type of bone cancer called osteosarcoma and he's begun his chemotherapy this week. Um, that was a story that came out a few days ago so um, hopefully he can stay strong and pull through uh, and make a full recovery. Right, um, elsewhere in the world of football onto the European side now. Over in Italy um, Juventus continued their winning ways this season after they beat Sassuolo 3-1. Uh, goals from Cristiano Ronaldo, Aaron Ramsey and Danilo secured the three points for Andrea Polo's side. Roma and Inter Milan played out a 2-2 draw. Gianluca Mancini and Lorenzo Pellegrini scored for Roma, whilst Milan Scriniar and Ashraf Hakimi scored for Inter Milan. AC Milan, that is, uh, beat Torino 2-0 uh, with Frank Chiesi and Rafael Liao scoring the goals. So AC Milan stay top with Inter second, Roma third and Juventus in fourth, having played a game less than all those sides above them. Over in Germany in the Bundesliga, there was a shock on Friday as Borussia Mönchengladbach beat by Munich 3-2. Goals from Jonas Hoffmann scoring a brace and Florian Neuhaus uh, secured a emphatic comeback win after Robert Lewandowski and Leon Goretzka scored two early goals for Bayern Munich. By Leverkusen and Werder Bremen played out a 1-1 draw with Patrick Schick scoring for Leverkusen and Omar Toprak scoring for Bremen. Schalke got their first win of the season after they beat Hoffenheim 4-0. I mean Harriet scored and a Matthew Hopp scored hat-trick. Um, he became the first American to score a hat-trick in Germany. And Borussia Dortmund beat RV Leipzig 3-1 with Erling Haaland scoring a brace and Jadon Sancho scoring as well as Alex Sorloff scoring for Leipzig and then over in Spain uh, there was uh, some games as far as I'm aware Valencia beat Real Valladolid 1-0 Barcelona played yesterday if I can remember correctly and they won 4-0 against Granada was, was that their last game? I can't remember so confusing. Um, what was Real Madrid scoring? That's the one I want to get to. They drew nil nil with us sooner. That's because I'd, I'd seen a funny post from the weekend. <laughs> it was 
Real Madrid, they're able to beat the Barcelonas, the Atleticos, mm. all those teams at the top, but they can't beat these teams at the bottom. Very so the, strange. So the first one's that Real Madrid are the Robin Hood of La Liga. Take from the rich and give to the poor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Atletico Madrid this weekend. Uh, I don't think they've actually played. No, because their game against Bilbao was postponed due to the heavy uh, snowstorm that's happened in Spain over this past weekend, which was uh, her- horrendous to say the least. Uh, over in, well, you're not in there, in Spain. Yeah. No. <laughs> All the snow they've been waiting for for five years just came at once. <laughs> yep. Over in uh, France, PSG got their first win under manager Mauricio Pochettino as they beat Brest 3-0. Paulo Sarabiamaro, Ricardi and Moise Keane with the goals. Uh, Leon could only manage a 2-2 draw with Rennes. And... Lil uh, beat Nim 1-0. Right. Um, so, so with PSG, is the, the way they're saying is Pacha Lil. What does that mean? I don't know. That, is that just how they would say in in there? Pacha Lil. Maybe. <laughs> I've always defended <laughs> French people. Yeah, more than likely, but it's the French, so who cares? So you've just done it even worse. <laughs> And in the women's football, there wasn't a lot of games. There's only one. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea beat Reading 5-0. Uh, Frank Kirby scoring four goals, including a perfect hat-trick. And Jiso Yun scoring late on. Uh, there isn't only one game. Uh, as we said, or I might have said previously, Aston Villa, Arsenal, West Ham, Man City was postponed due to COVID cases. Uh then Everton Man United was also postponed to to COVID cases in the Everton squad and injuries. Uh, Bristol City versus Brighton was because Brighton, I think, pulled up a late COVID test on Saturday. And Tottenham versus Birmingham City was postponed due to Birmingham City not having enough fit players to play the game. That is all the women's football talk because not a lot has happened. As yeah, games in Spain what are we uh, got cancelled <laughs> due to the weather and elsewhere in Europe, they haven't came back off their winter break yet. So that is all the women's football talk for you unreal <laughs> yeah um predictions league, then. yes i nearly forgot our predictions league um so it was a good week for a pair of us i'd say mainly you so over the weekend we had our predictions were boron ward versus millwall we both got wrong because we predicted a boron would win but millwall won um QPR Fulham was next. I got it two points for predicting a Fulham win, though you said Fulham would win on penalties, but they won in extra time, so you don't get any. I've, yeah, I've conceded that I don't deserve anything for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man City versus Birmingham City. You got three points for getting the correct score. I got two for Man City winning. But yeah. uh, you said four 0 didn't you? Yeah. Uh, you were a VAR call away from the perfect score. Typical VAR, always ruining the fun. Uh, Stoke versus Leicester. We both get uh, two points for predicting the Leicester win, but we won't. So our combined score was the correct score because it was 4-0 in the end, was it? Yeah. Leicester? Yeah, we both said 2-0. And shout out to uh, James Justin of Leicester, who scored an absolute uh, worldie of a goal. Uh, so I... Uh, yes, exactly. So... He'll always be loved by the Luton fans. Uh, Cheltenham versus Mansfield. We were both wrong. 
and uh, Crawley versus Leeds. Uh, I was wrong with the outcome, but so were you, but you get uh, the points for predicting the it's correct score. We said that. I'm serious, I'm not predicting Leeds United to win a game ever again. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, though, the next time we have Leeds, and I predict them to win, you predict them to lose, and Leeds can actually go on, yeah. you're going to feel it's so. Weird lot. Mm. So that leaves you on 34 points and me on 55 before we head into the weekend's games, which we'll obviously preview uh, later on this week. Um, there is some midweek games, which are deemed as catch-up games in the Premier League. Um <laughs> There we predict that they'll be called off by the time we do. Yeah, so that's why uh, I'm not going to talk, well, predict them. But um, Aston Villa are meant to be playing Tottenham on Wednesday. However, according to The Athletic, that game is now going to be rescheduled for a later date uh, due to the amount of positive cases in the Aston Villa team. And uh, it's set to be swapped with Fulham versus Tottenham, which was meant to initially be played, I think, on Thursday or Friday? No, Fulham were meant to play on Friday this week against Chelsea, but that's obviously going to be rescheduled for a later date. It was completely hypocrisy if we were asked to play this game. Yeah, because it would literally be the exact same eleven that played on Friday against yeah. a, a full like this is yeah. their type of game you would expect like, and New- a full of stress. To do this. Yeah, exactly. Man City were asked to do this. Fulham were asked to do it. Yeah. So uh, I don't expect that game to go ahead. What else has happened in the world of football? The Scottish FA board have confirmed that there is a three-week suspension on professional football beneath the SPFL Championship. So that's League One, Two and below have all been suspended for three weeks, whilst they try and get on top of the COVID cases in Scotland that has recently been announced. No, I'll bring uh, Stranraer then this week. No. Oh. <laughs> Right, I don't think I've missed anything else out in the world of football. If I have, we'll talk about it on Thursday or anything well, big happens. We'll... This week, anyway. Yes, because it was only FA Cup action. Um, we limited it a few weeks when there's no football at all. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, um, we'll just talk about, we'll just have a whole, a whole episode dedicated to, uh, do you remember that game or name the missing players from the starting 11 or whatever you decided to call it? I can't remember. Who's to say we couldn't just branch off and go into the Super Bowl? Because it's going to be by that time that... Oh, yeah. We'll just change our sports for a week or two. Um, yeah, so I don't think I've missed anything. If I have, sorry, we'll catch you up on it later on in the week. There's been a breaking news in the last five minutes, is there? No, the last breaking news was that Scottish one. That's why I've literally just said it. Um, yeah, make sure you like, comment and subscribe wherever you are listening to us. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back tomorrow to have a look at all the transfer and stuff from around the world. And we'll be back on Thursday as well to preview this weekend's fixtures in the preview. Oh yeah, and hopefully I'll be able to uh preview the WSL in more depth and they actually have meaning this time rather than previewing it and there only being one game. Yes. Right in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your time. Stay safe wherever you're listening to us. And it's goodbye from me and goodbye from a co-presenter Brad. Stay safe. Stay home. I'll see you soon.